God is good. God is good. And all the time. God is good. And all the time. Do you believe it tonight? God is good. All the time. He put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good. Yes, He is. All the time. Through the darkest night, His light will shine. God is good. Yes, He is. Hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time it is that you are listening to us. This is a lifestyle of prayer coming to you all the way from Nairobi, Kenya. And I'm your host tonight. My name is Pastor Alan Bill. I'm so glad to be with you and to be joined up together uh, just like we do every so often. I come from a church that is called Gospel Centers International. And my bishop is called Reverend Charles Mulema Kinusu. Uh, we are situated in Nairobi. You can search us up, GCI, and uh, get to know the programs that we have. But I'm glad that we are here to get, uh, today to, to pray together. This is a Christian program that comes on this plot, uh, platform every so often. Our objective is just to ignite and reignite prayer uh, in the Christian lives. We, we have realized, and this is true, that every, every one of us, and especially those that are Christians, we require somebody to encourage us to go back to the place of prayer. And let me tell you, prayer is important to every, you know, to every faith. Whether you be a Hindu and uh, you be a Confucius or, or a Buddhist or a Muslim, uh, whatever it is that you are, every one of us requires some time of prayer. And by the way, even if you are an atheist, uh, you usually tell us that uh, you take some time to meditate. Why do you take some time to meditate? Is to is talk to your inner self. For us who are people of faith, the inner self is talked to by the deity that we subscribe to. Uh, but far much, uh, you know, much more so for for us who are Christians. Uh, it could be that you started as a Christian, but uh, things came upon your life, and you have therefore not been able to continue. And uh, we are here to, to tell you it is not too late. We want to tell you the fact that you have not been praying for five minutes is does, it does not condemn you. We want to tell you you can once again pray for two minutes and three minutes and five minutes and ten minutes. You can pray even for 30 minutes and uh, you can come to where we are. We pray for one hour, two hours, three hours, five hours. Once in a while I take time off. And for three, four, five days, I am in a certain place doing nothing else but just praying and reading the word of God. Let me tell you, it is not far-fetched. It is not for priests. Even when I was just an ordinary uh, believer before I became a pastor, or become, before I became an elder, I still would pray like that. And let me tell you, it's very nourishing. It's nourishing to our souls and our spirits, and uh, there is a miracle for it. So I want to invite you. You might not necessarily be a Christian. I want you to give us some few minutes. Please give us some few minutes minutes uh, listen to us and hear what we are uh, talking about and uh, if it's something that intrigues you uh, you can once again uh, you know uh, uh, just subscribe to us and, and make sure that you connect to us next time because we come to these forums every so often and our objective is just to make sure that uh, people are beginning to pray and also understand the christian uh, faith now we are in a season uh, if you're uh, you know if you're 
uh, if you're listening to me uh, around this uh, time of April, we are in a season that uh, we have just celebrated the Easter Passover. You know, the, the, the Passover for the Jews and the, uh, the Easter holidays, that is the death and the resurrection of Christ. And those are some of the things that we shall be talking about. I know God is going to bless us, uh, therefore wait for me. If you'd like to talk to me, please write me an email at alopinitiative at gmail.com. I'll repeat that again, alopinitiative at gmail.com. Uh, basically, ALOP initiative stands for a lifestyle of prayer. This program is called a lifestyle of prayer. So we have coded it as ALOP initiative uh, at gmail.com. And uh, I'm looking for a few people that can uh, be able to support me in the work that I do. Uh, if you feel and uh, if, if you feel that God is leading you to help us or to work with us or to support us, uh, please write me a text and then we can engage at uh, plus two five four seven two 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 six six one four six. If you'd like to write it down, please uh, you can write it down on your phone uh, or on your uh, with your pen. It is plus two five four seven two 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 six six one four six. And uh, if you write me a text. Uh, we can begin to engage and see how what how we can support. By the way, God has been gracious. We have done this for the last six months, and uh, let me tell you, the impact has been tremendous. So we want to pray this evening, uh, this uh, uh, evening, morning, uh, afternoon, whatever time you are listening to us. We want to pray. We want to speak to God, and we know that God is going to answer us. Let me pray, and we begin. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for another wonderful time that you brought us together, Master. This is the day that you are made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I want to thank you for my listener this ardent listener those people the father god have taken time out of their busy schedule to listen to this man that talks so often on this forum i want to pray in the name of jesus that their sacrifice of time shall not be in vain but you shall reach to them in the name of jesus christ you shall intervene in their circumstances in their families oh god master in things that have a troubled their hearts master in that sickness you shall show yourself to be god in this hard thing master you shall give them oh god even rescue in the name of jesus we want to bless you we want to invite you into our houses into our homes into our cars in trains wherein we are master even in our in our workplaces wherever we are found we invite your presence and we declare the power of the risen christ of god may you be with us and may you glorify yourself even with us in the name of Jesus Christ. I give you honor and I give you praise. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. Now, uh, we have been talking about, uh, uh, about Jesus Christ. And uh, I would like us to talk about something that is very significant. Now, my sermon it for about 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes. I'm titling it, He is not here. He is risen. The tomb is empty. He is not here. He is risen. The tomb or the grave is empty. Now, I want you to understand uh, the community from which I come from. It's usually very important to, do, to know that when you have buried a man or a woman, it could be a relative or a friend, when you have buried them, it is very important for you to have an assurance that that person remains in that grave. It is, it, it is, it's, uh, it, it gives us a lot of peace to wake up. Though you will not do anything much with that 
dead person that died to know that well, uh, wherever you buried them they have remained there or they are still there and and once in a while you know the government can come up with a plan and uh, for that reason the road that was was passing maybe uh, one kilometer away may be relocated because of what the government does and once in a while what we have found is that the government may have to, to, to desecrate, we are calling it desecrate because that's not your intention and not their intention. They may have to desecrate a few graves where you know they scoop the soil and therefore the bones of, of, of uh, your grandfathers who died not five years ago, not 20, not uh, 50, maybe even 100 years ago, their bones have been excavated uh, and sometimes strewn all over. We have heard of cases where, where, where even... Uh, you know, it has been discovered that there was a uh, there was a grave, a mass grave. You know, especially in in, in places where there are war, there are wars in France, in 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 the UK, uh, in in the Balkans, uh, in the Eastern Europe, in in countries like that. We have heard of, of those stories. But what I want to bring to you is that it's usually very comforting for somebody to know we buried our relative, our friend, and where we buried them, they are still there. But now, the story of Jesus is very different. The story of Jesus isn't very different. Now, let me read from the Gospels, from the Gospel of Matthew, from chapter 28. I'll read a few verses there. I'll also read from the other three Gospels, uh, and, and I'll try to tie up. Now, uh, Matthew chapter 28, verses 1, uh, from the King James Version. If you do not have a Bible, you can uh, just Google it up uh, so that you may get to know what we are talking about. Matthew chapter 28, verses 1. The Bible says, In the air of the Sabbath, uh, as it began to dawn toward the, uh, the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and other Mary to see the, sepul the sepulchre. The sepulchre is, a, is basically a grave. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment was white as snow. And for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. Now, I want you to understand th something. The Romans feared so much about the death of Jesus. And one of the things they never wanted is that Jesus may be stolen from the grave. They did not want that grave to be touched by anyone. So, they, they put some of the best soldiers to guard that, uh, to guard that grave. In fact, I understand uh, that very well because you know, uh, from the first pres uh, president of my nation uh, that died uh, in 1978, you know, his grave has been guarded by, 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 you know, by, by the, by the army ever since we buried him in 1978. And I understand what that means. There is always a change of guard around, you know, around that. This is what the keepers, and this is what verse 4 is talking about, and for fear of him, the keepers did shake and became as dead men. In other words, when they uh, when they felt the earthquake and they saw the lightning, these guys were shaken because they were there to watch over the body of Christ. But some few things are happening now. So they were as dead men. In other words, they were left without anything. Verses 5 says, And the angel answered and said unto the woman, not unto the men, unto the women, Fear not ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. Now he reflects them back at what was happening. Now this Magdalene and Mary and some few other women, according to how other Gospels have reported, were coming on that 
you know, that uh, third day, and they were coming to anoint the body of Jesus because it was the custom of Jesus of the Jews, you know, to not to embalm the body, but rather to add spices to it, so it may not be, you know, it, it may not be smelling too much around that place. And one of the reasons is because they were putting their bodies into tombs, uh, which is basically burying rather than on on soil, like most of the communities and most of the uh, of the races on the earth do, and and therefore, you know, they would come and add. Uh, add uh, oil uh, to that and uh, the bible here continues to say and uh, and he is not here that is verse six uh, let me re repeat from verses five and the angel answered and said unto the woman fear not for i know that you seek jesus which was crucified and he says he is not here for he is risen as he said come see the place where the lord lay now this let me tell you this is a, a, a very powerful statement. Now the angel begins to tell them he is not here. In other words the body that you want to come and anoint or Jesus that you want to come and anoint is no longer here. He is risen. This is an angel reporting to them. As he had said, therefore, he's confirming to them something they had heard and something that he himself had told them that he would rise again. And the angel says, Jesus is not here. He is risen. As he said, come see the place where the Lord lay. That is powerful. And that's what we shall be dealing with. Now, verse 7 says, And go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And behold, he goeth before you into Galilee, that there shall ye see him. Lo, I have told, I have told you. And then it continues to say, And they departed quickly from the sepulchre with fear and great joy, and did run to bring his disciples' word. Now, listen to what Mark uh, writes down concerning the same incident. Mark in Mark chapter 16 and verses 3 says, And they said among the, among among themselves, Who shall roll away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? Now, these are the women, these women, not just the two that uh, we have heard from Matthew, uh, but uh, the, the writer of Mark, uh, or Mark, you know, he tells us they are there were many more than, than the two, and therefore they, they begin asking themselves, Who is going to? You know who is going to roll away the stone from the sepulchre because a very heavy stone had been rolled in the mouth of that uh, uh, of that tomb. You know a very heavy uh, stone, and he continues to say. And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away, for it was very great. And entering into the sepulchre, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed uh, clothed in a long white garment, and they were frightened. And he said unto them. Be not frightened, ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they lay down. So the same words that is Matthew 28 verses 6 is repeated in Mark chapter 16 verses 6. And he said to them, be not afraid. This is the angel. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they lay him. In other words, look at the place where they lay him and find that he is not there. Now look, uh, look now, the gospel of Luke, chapter 24, verses 5, reports the same story like this. Uh, from uh, verses 5, Luke 24 and verses 5. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth and said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? <laughs> 
you know, this is powerful. Why are you looking for Jesus among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke unto you when he was yet at Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of the sinful men and be crucified, and the that day rise again. Therefore, you know why I like the Gospels? is because every one of them has their reporting perspective. And, and, and that's what, uh, when you go to the court of law, you know, all that information should collaborate, but it should not exactly be, you know, every different witness should be uh, presented differently. So Luke is uh, uh, presenting it, you know, from his angle, but it's exactly the same thing. The same verse 6 says, uh, 24, 6 says, he is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and that that day rise again. And they remembered his words. Then went in also that other disciple which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw, and he believed. In other words, they saw that, uh, you know, Jesus was no longer there, and they believed. Now, John uh, chapter 20 and verses 8 and verses 8, the same story uh, now re being reported by John, uh, the apostle, apostle John. This is how he reports it. He says, then went in also the other disciple which uh, who uh, which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed. You know, that also is reported by Luke. And then went in also that other disciple, which came first to the sepulchre, and saw and believed. For as yet they knew not the scripture, that he might rise again from the dead. Until, in other words, until they were told. They had not, you know, it was not quickly revealed. In other words, uh, it was not obvious for them what the scripture uh, said and what Jesus himself had said. So the Bible here says, for as yet they knew not the scripture that he must rise again from the dead. Now, we are talking about Jesus and his resurrection. And one thing that comes out is that all the four gospels report the same thing, that he is not here. He is not here. He is risen. I want you to tell me what, which among the religions that you know, including your own, have their greatest teacher still alive. In fact, we can trace back all the teachers. We can trace back all the gurus. We can trace back all the, you know, the, 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 the pioneers of that faith. And say, you know, their grave is in such and such a place. Whether they were prophets, whether they were teachers, whether they were gurus, whatever they were, we can trace back their, you know, their, 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 their tombs. And we can tell you these are their bones. Even if not, nothing much is remaining, we can pick one of the bones and say, this bone belongs to Confucius. This bone belongs to one of the greatest philosophers. This bone belongs to our teacher. This, you know, or this ash, if they were cremated, this ash belongs to our, uh, to, to the initiator or the pioneer of our faith. But let me tell you, for Jesus, and you know, for Christianity, it is different. Jesus did, did die. 
he was buried and it is not when he, where he was buried in fact even today when you go to jerusalem you'll find that grave or that tomb but the interesting thing is that jesus is risen and that makes a distinction you know if he died there would be nothing different between him and uh, and muhammad for example there would be nothing different between jesus and buddha because he would have died like everyone else but jesus christ rose i want to tell you the differentiator between these religions is that the pioneer of our faith jesus the christ came and died for our sin and he himself knew no sin he himself did not have sin to himself but he died on our behalf you know i was just thinking about a lamb that dies you know a lamb a lamb a lamb a sheep it does not sin because it does not steal it does not do uh, i mean you can't say you can accuse it of perversion you can't accuse it you know for of misrepresenting or lying to people you can't say uh, you know it is stole uh, my tv or stole my radio no you know a sheep is an innocent animal and you know i was just thinking most of the other teachers and preachers they all had one thing that they did wrong it could even be a war that they orchestrated and just because they killed a man or killed two of them or killed three it could be enough for them to be condemned as murderers but a sheep that is sacrificed one of the things that it must have is innocence now jesus was you know came from god himself he stepped down from that glory he stepped down you know from his throne he stripped himself of his glory you know of his crown and stepped into humanity he was innocent in every way and therefore he qualified he qualified to be a lamb but this time it was a lamb that was more valuable because he was a human being that was innocent while no one in the earth as we know today could have been sacrificed or offered as a sheep and and, and sustained it uh, because uh, because they had seen of whichever nature maybe they rebelled against their mothers or rebelled against their fathers for Jesus it was different he knew no sin and therefore when he was being sacrificed and sacrifices which whatever kills you you know some people uh, I know uh, some communities uh, you know they they they, they, they draw an a bow and an arrow and they shoot they shoot animals on their veins on the neck and they you know the animal can drain its blood within the next one hour so it was possible you know you could kill for a sacrifice you can kill anyway in fact in some communities you just throw uh the animal the hole the way it is even when it's alive into a volcano and you say that's a sacrifice and by the way it becomes a sacrifice so uh, how how he necessarily did not require to be cut on the neck like a sheep but he was crucified and blood came out of him that blood is the blood that was sanctifying israelites or the jews when they you know when they would do a sacrifice of a lamb or a a, a, a bull they would take that blood and the same blood will be sprinkled upon the people that blood has been sprinkled upon the earth and very interesting thing if you go to the book of genesis you realize that god did not cast man god cast 
cast the earth. He cast the earth. And therefore, as Jesus Christ is crucified on the cross, what happens is that the blood oozes down and it touches the ground. Hallelujah. It is that blood that sanctified, that reversed that curse that man was given or Adam was given. You know, when, when Adam has, had sinned, uh, most of us preachers misinterpret that scripture and say that Adam was cursed. No, Adam was not cursed. It is the ground that was cursed on behalf of Adam. And he was told, you know, by sweat shall you gain from the ground. In other words, you shall have to work hard. No wonder you are working hard. I am working hard. We all are working hard. Why? Because the ground was cursed. So when Jesus was dying on the cross, the blood was oozing out, going through the timber, you know, going down into the ground. And that was to sanctify. That was to redeem. That was to buy back the earth from the curse that was given to it and thereafter Jesus died and when Jesus died when Jesus Christ died you know he was buried like every man yes I know some men are cremated which is basically the same thing he was buried but on the third day on the third day unlike any other teacher unlike any other guru unlike any other prophet he resurrected and no one the four gospels are reporting something on their verses 6 of the uh, of the last of their chapters chapter 28 verses 6 matthew chapter 24 verses 6 uh, luke mark 16 chapter uh, verse 6 mark chapter 16 uh, verse 6 and even john chapter 20 they are all talking about he is not here he is not here in other words you know, things are not lost. Everything is not lost. In Jesus Christ, nothing is lost because he paid the ultimate price but did not remain in death. If a thief or a murderer is taken and is electrocuted and he dies and he is in the grave for three days and he comes back, I want to tell you, the government of the day cannot be able to condemn them again because that person has defeated everything. He first of all has been punished with the capital punishment, but he has also defeated death. I want to tell you, the only man that has defeated death, the only man that has defeated death, the only person that has defeated death is God in the person of Jesus Christ. It is only God that has defeated death. And that is God in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to tell you there are three things that we boast ourselves with in Christianity. That is about the death, the burial, and the resurrection. Jesus had to, had to die for him to take on himself as an innocent man the sin of the world. The sin of the world. He knew no sin. And because he was God himself, he carried the burden of our sin and therefore he had to die there was to be a punishment for us but rather than god punishes he punishes his very own son but he also went through the processes he was buried to say yes the punishment has been finished that's why we are burying this jesus because he has carried that sin but on the third day god himself 
resurrected Jesus. He resurrected him, not from the cross, not from the streets of Jerusalem, but from a tomb which had been sealed and had been guarded. He rose back that stone which no man could be able to remove. And after rolling back that stone, he raises Jesus. And Jesus did not run away. He went around and showed himself to disciples and uh, not only to the 12, the Bible says to some 10 and to some, you know, 50s and to 500 all at the same time. He wanted a testimony to remain with people. I want to tell you, there is no God. There is no God that resurrected except Jesus, the son of the living God. When he resurrected, he went back to the right hand of God the Father. And he's coming to judge. By the way, all of us. All of us, all of us, without exception, all of us, without exception, whether you believe it or not, you must resurrect. There will be a resurrection day. And after that resurrection, after that resurrection shall be the judgment. And then you shall know, am I going to spend eternity with Christ or shall I spend eternity in hell? And let me tell you, that is true. It doesn't matter how, how, how big you want to escape from it. You will, you will, I'm telling you, you will resurrect on that last day. All of us, Hitler will resurrect. And saints, the saints that we know, they shall resurrect. Those that misled us, they shall resurrect. Whether they be of your religion or my religion, they shall surely resurrect all of us. As long as we are dead, we shall resurrect. And after resurrection, let me tell you, there shall be judgment. You shall either God to, be, uh, to, to have eternity and fellowship with God, all you shall go to eternal damnation now we live for 110 and 20 years and we think that is very long let me tell you we are talking about hundreds and thousands and maybe millions of years and beyond that you know life without an end please prepare yourself to make sure that your resurrection shall not be unto damnation the only way that you shall know that your resurrection is not unto punishment is by receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He is risen. He is not here in the grave. He is risen as he spoke to you. Do you want to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Please pray after me. Just pray this simple prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come before you a sinner. This day, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. I accept your forgiveness. I accept Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, take my life and prepare it for a great resurrection that I shall spend my eternity with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you very much, my listener, uh, for taking time to pray with me. May the Lord God bless you so much. Let me just uh, briefly pray for you, and then we go to the next thing. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you, God, for my friend that has given his life to you, O God. Master, I want to appreciate you, God, because you have blessed him. You have blessed their lives, O God. They now know you, Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. I want to pray, O God, for a visitation. 
now that you have accepted you, God, may you transform their lives in the name of Jesus. Even though it was a filthy life, Lord, change it in the name of Jesus. I pray, God, that you shall give them opportunities of baptism, that they shall be able to identify with them, themselves with the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I pray, my God, that you shall give them mentors, people that shall walk with them, and Father, glorify your name in the name of Jesus Christ. I give you honor, I give you praise, and I give you adoration. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen and amen. Now, we want to pray. I want to take some time and pray with us. And uh, today, we are going to, uh, we usually just take a whole chapter of the Bible and uh, we convert it into prayer. Uh, I want to read and pray uh, from the book of Philippians. That is the a letter that uh, Paul wrote to the church at Philippi. Uh, from the book of Philippians, from chapter 2, and I believe that God is going to bless us as we do so. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you, God, for another wonderful time that you have brought us together. And especially now that we are thinking, oh God, and meditating about, oh God, the work that you did on Calvary. Master, you died on our behalf. I want to thank you, Master, because you're giving us life and life in its fullness. Thank you, Father, for Philippians chapter 2, verses 1. Bible says, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and masses, fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord and, and of one mind. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I want to thank you, God, for the consolation that we find in Jesus Christ. Master, for those that obey your purpose and your words, O God, I want to thank you Father, for my listeners, because amongst them, oh God, you have begun bringing up a group. Lord, I want to pray for them in the name of Jesus Christ. And I want to pray for a church that is divine. I pray, my God, that this shall become a season and a time, oh God, of disciple making, of discipling in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray, God, for the help of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Me encourage my brother and my sister, as the Bible here says in Philippians 2, 1, if there be, there, if there be any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the spirit and if any bowels of masses uh, fulfill my joy that you be like-minded master i want to pray in the name of jesus that somehow you shall give us a like mind like mind that father god our passage shall be similar that father we shall have passions for soul in the mighty name of jesus the master we shall be inclined to god to the souls of men father witnessing is what you left us with you have said to god so you shall receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you and you shall be my witnesses in jerusalem in judea in samaria into the uttermost parts of the world i want to pray in the name of jesus christ that you shall Help us together to be like-minded, to be like-minded. And Father, we shall have the same love. Master, the same love that I have for, for souls. So shall my, my listeners also have that love in the name of Jesus Christ. That Father, they shall share scriptures with friends, O God, and colleagues. Master, with workmates in the name of Jesus, with neighbors. Master, with college mates. They shall share these scriptures 
and this word of God because of the love you have said oh God that we shall have the same love and master being of one accord and one mind I want to pray God for oneness in the name of Jesus I pray for togetherness in the name of Jesus I pray for the help of God in the name of Jesus Christ arise oh God let all your enemies be scattered master the enemies of our unity I pray that they should be defeated in the name of Jesus but it shall encourage us oh God you shall empower us in the name of Jesus. You shall further glorify yourself in our lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for like-mindedness. I pray for love one between uh, one between another. Oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, let us be of one accord. And for the God, we shall become our brother's keeper. That even in these difficult times of COVID-19, of pandemics, oh God, master of government crackdown and lockdowns, I pray, my God, that you shall give us like-mindedness. You shall cause us to be of one accord. That, Father God, whether we be Catholics or we be, uh, Father God, Protestants or we be Charismatics or the Pentecostals, we shall speak in one voice in the name of Jesus. We shall help one another to achieve the purposes of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Give us, O oh God, the grace to be of one accord, to be of one mind and one purpose, and to be of one love in the name of Jesus. You prayed a prayer for the wish of be one, just like the Father and yourself are one. I pray, O oh God, for togetherness, Master. May you create in us a clean heart of God, bound us of God with the cords of love that cannot be broken. In the name of Jesus, that whatever we do, wherever we have found, we should do the right thing and therefore bring glory to your name. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray, my God, that we shall console one another, that we shall comfort one another, that we shall be in fellowship of the Spirit. And mercy, that we shall be merciful and your loving kindness shall be manifest in us. Lord, the joy of the Lord shall be seen. We shall be like-minded. We shall have love in the name of Jesus. We shall be of one accord. And for the one mind in the name of Jesus Christ, the Bible says in Philippians chapter 2 and verses 3, let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in loneliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to pray for the church of Christ and especially the church that listens to whoever and whichever denomination they belong to oh God, I want to pray in the name of Jesus that we shall do nothing oh God out of strife and vain glory. Master we shall not glorify yourself rather than Christ. Master we shall humble ourselves one with the other. The Father God, whichever denomination we come from, Master, we shall esteem one another in the name of Jesus Christ as we have prayed. Give us love and like-mindedness in the name of Jesus Christ. Master, in loneliness of mind, we shall esteem one another better than ourselves, O God, because among us have you raised, O God, intercessors. Among us, O God, you have raised administrators. Among us, O God, our evangelists they are preachers, O oh God. They are teachers. They are pastors, O oh God. They are also prophets and apostles. Master, you have given us the fivefold, but Master, you have also given us different talents in the name of Jesus. There are some of us, O oh God, good in disciple making. Others, O oh God, good. Master, when they do 
evangelism master you have given them oh god the ways in which to do it others my father they are good at apologetics and reaching out to the hearts of men i pray my father that we shall esteem one another better than ourselves we shall not think of ourselves to be the very best but we shall esteem every other denomination we shall esteem every other master christian in the name of jesus christ we want to bind every spirit of god of discord every spirit of god of separation pride prejudice we reject such in the name of jesus and i pray for your visitation and for your help in the name of the lord jesus christ the bible says oh god in Philippians chapter 2 and verses 4, look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Oh, hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, my God, that we shall be concerned about the welfare of the next congregation. We shall be concerned about the welfare of our brothers and our sisters, whether they be in our congregation or not. We shall be concerned about the welfare oh god of brethren far and wide whether they be in our county or country or province or all state wherever they shall be found master we shall esteem them in the name of jesus we shall think oh god of them in europe while we are in africa we shall think about them oh god in south america master when we when when, when someone is in europe in the name of jesus and those in south america shall think about those in africa in the name of jesus we shall esteem one another better than ourselves we shall look to the welfare of everyone else in the name of jesus i bind the spirit of selfishness selfishness oh god master where our ministries and our denominations think they are the highest lord i pray in the mighty name of jesus reveal your servant to us in supernatural ways in extraordinary ways reveal your servant to us oh god cause your glory to be seen in our lives in the mighty name of our lord jesus christ the bible has said look not every man on his own things but every man also on the things of others and the bible admonishing says oh god master concerning jesus christ it tells us in philippians chapter 2 and verses 5 let this mind be in you which was also in jesus christ hallelujah who being in the form of god thought it not robbery to be equal with god but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man in the name of Jesus what a lesson we drew from Jesus who had his glory from the beginning Jesus was exalted in heaven Jesus had his place as the second plus person of the Trinity and master he required not to come down yet this Jesus did not consider it robbery to be equal with God and Father God even when he had to humble himself and step down to humanity and step down oh god into the realm of the human being and become one among us so much as to be born from a woman and for the god to be weaned and to be fed and to be raised up oh god by a father and a mother and master even to go through the rigors and for the god the 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 the, the, the culture of his day of circumcision oh god and master even be raised up oh god, as a young man he did not consider it robbery to be equal with god yet he had 
humbled himself. He did not consider his glory and therefore lord it over us, but rather he humbled himself. Father, you have encouraged us. Let this mind be upon you. Let this mind be upon you, which was also in Jesus Christ. Let this mind be upon us, that mind of humility. I pray my God for myself that I shall be humble. I shall be humble not only before God, but also before men in the name of Jesus Christ. That Father, though I be elevated and lifted up, I shall remember that I'm just a mortal man. Oh God, and I require you in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus did not consider it a God, robbery to be equal with God, but he humbled himself. He humbled himself and he remained humble for 33 years. He did not take opportunity to show his glory. Rather, oh God, he only lifted up, oh God, a people that were oppressed by sicknesses and diseases, by by leprosy, by the laws of men. Master, he lifted them up, oh God, and caused them their dignity to come back. Father, he has also brought dignity to ourselves. For as long as we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, our dignity is restored. We now begin once again to be human beings, awaiting, oh God, to be glorified. Even when he glorifies his, uh, his church, let this mind be upon you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He made himself of no reputation. Master, I pray that we shall not pursue reputation. And he took upon him the form of a servant. He was like a servant unto us, yet he was a king. And he was glorified from the beginning and was made in the likeness of men. Father, what is this that even God could be made like us? That Father God he may go through the rigors and the processes of man and therefore be able to represent us before God. Master, I want to thank you because you're going to help us in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. That Father, though we be elevated higher than our families, than higher than our loved ones, we should not be proud about it. And Father God, we should humble ourselves in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, the Bible says, oh, hallelujah, Philippians chapter 2 and verses 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to unto death, even death on the cross. Father, in the name of Jesus, it was enough for Jesus to die. But for the God, it was expensive that he died through the cross. Men have died, oh God. Some of them have slept and never woke up, oh God. Yet for God, who became a human being, he was not spared the worst of our, of our deaths. He was given the very worst. And master, though he knew no sin, he was taken to the cross and he was beaten so much that he was disfigured as Isaiah chapter 53 tells us the master he had no form for us to be attracted to him he was beaten master he had bulging uh, face oh God master he was plowed on his back with the lashes oh God as the Bible says 40 minus 1 was he was he given to his back the Bible says oh God that father God he, being found in a fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death. He became obedient to death. Jesus, you became obedient to death. Master, you humbled yourself even to death and you died. But for the God, not an ordinary death. You 
you died on the cross the very worst of death and master this was because this was because of me this was because of my sin and therefore today i have liberty i have deliverance i have a hope because of the work that you did for me on calvary in the mighty name of the lord jesus christ father i want to thank you and to bless you the bible says the bible says in philippians chapter 2 and verses 9 wherefore god also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name hallelujah thank you father because you have remembered your son the son that humbled himself to death even to the worst to a shameful death to a bad death death on the cross this same jesus the bible says therefore god has highly exalted him you have highly exalted him and lifted him up O god and restored him and you have given him a name which is above every name mercy wants to thank you because by your name the name that is above every name the father god lives are changing nations are changing communities are changing families are changing master lives have been changed i want to thank you god for that name that is above every name the bible records in philippians chapter 2 and verses 10 that at the name of jesus that at the name of jesus that at the name of jesus every nation bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth at the name of jesus at the name of jesus every knee should bow and every knee bows down at the name of jesus but this is the same jesus that has humbled himself oh god though he came from heaven and did not consider it robbery to be equal with god he humbled himself even unto death and death on the cross this jesus has been highly exalted by our god by our father and he has been given a name he has been given a name at by the name of jesus christ every knee should bow and every knee does bow every knee bowed then it bows now shall continue to bow and father god things under heaven things on earth things under the earth they all submit to the name of jesus christ i give you praise and i give you glory master in this season you remind, remind us oh god of that work that you did of dying and being buried but lord being resurrected on the third day and father god a few days later you ascended into heaven where you are sitting on the right hand of god the father and you're waiting for a time to come and judge the quick and the dead as the bible says that at the name of jesus that at the name of jesus every knee does bow and every tongue confesses that jesus christ is lord father i want to thank you and i want to bless you because this is your doing and it is marvelous in our sight philippians chapter 2 and verses 11 says and that every tongue should confess that jesus christ is lord to the glory of god the further 
Master, I'm here to confess that you are Christ. You are Christ the Savior. You are the Savior of mankind. No one else does save us. There is no religion that saves us. There is no denomination that saves us. Master, it is not the Protestant movement. It is not the charismatic movement that saves us. It is not even the Pentecostal movement. It's not the Catholic movement that does save us. Lord, it is by the name of Jesus. It is by the name of Jesus Christ that every tongue confesses that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. And therefore today, as a lifestyle of prayer, as a fellowship of believers, we come together to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is our Savior. We are here to confess that it is not our denominations. It is not our religion saving us. Rather, it is our Christ. Rather, it is our Christ. You have saved us. You are the one that died for us. My church, my denomination did not die for me. No, my church, my denomination, my religion did not die for me. Yes, I may be called a Christian because I come from a Christian nation, because I have a Christian name, but I acknowledge it is, it is at the name of Jesus. It is in the name of Jesus that every knee does bow. My knee bows to Jesus Christ. My knee bows to Jesus Christ. And my tongue confesses only Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord God. I may esteem Peter. I may esteem John, the apostle. I may esteem, oh God, even Mary. I may esteem as many. But it is only Jesus the Christ that saves my soul. It is only Jesus the Christ that saves my soul. Lord, I want to acknowledge the work that you did for me. It is only you who died. My church did not die for me. My denomination did not die for me. And therefore, my God, I want to pray that you shall help me while I shall esteem and respect and honor and give my tithes and my offerings to my denomination. I shall continually know that it's only Jesus the Christ that died for me and died for everyone else. As many as believe in him, they have life eternal. I pray, my God, that you may restore my soul unto yourself in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 2 and verses 12, Wherefore, my beloved, as he have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Master, you are reminding us of a salvation that we have received from Christ, a salvation that we have received from Jesus the Christ. Master, I want to acknowledge this salvation. 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 Master, I pray that you shall help me to stand in righteousness, to please God, not my pastor or my priest, not to please, oh God, my mother and my father that go to church, not to please my friends, but Jesus who died, Jesus who died because he is the only one that died for me. Lord, as Paul would tell the church in Philippi, in, verse, in chapter 2, verses 12, wherefore, 
Oh, therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. I'm praying, oh God, for my congregation, for my listeners right now, wherever they are, what, wherever they are at in their lives, I pray that you shall enable them to work out salvation, to work out salvation, to work out salvation with fear and trembling, with the fear of God, master to know that without holiness no one shall see God. The Bible says holiness without which no man shall see God. Master, you say that every man may repent from their sin and come to the knowledge of Christ. I'm praying, oh God, that we all shall come to the knowledge of Christ and we shall not be confused by the things that are around us, by doctrines that do not come from you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, help us to stand, O oh God. The Bible says in Philippians chapter 2 and verses 13, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray that you shall help us again. Father God, to do your good pleasure in the name of Jesus. For it is you that worketh with us by your Holy Spirit. You work in us, oh God. You work in my brother. You work in my sister. And cause them, oh God, to follow your ways. For it is God which worketh in you both will and to do of his good pleasure cause us to God cause us oh God to do your good pleasure Bible continues to say do all things without murmurings and disputing master I pray oh God that we shall not be grumblers but for that we shall do things without disputes in the name of Jesus and as Philippians chapter 2 verses 15 says that he may be blameless and harmless the sons of God without rebuke in the midst of a crooked and a perverse nation, among whom, uh, whom ye shine as lights in the world. I pray, my Father God, that we shall be the light of the world. We shall be the light of the world. We shall be a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. In the name of Jesus Christ, as the Bible continues to say in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 16, holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Master, I pray that our Christianity shall not be in vain. We shall not have believed then, but in vain. But we shall continue in righteousness in the midst of a crooked and a perverse generation. We shall become the light of the world in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, I give you praise and I give you glory in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare, Father God, that you are gracious, that you are powerful, and there is no one like unto you. We give you honor, Jesus. We give you praise and we give you adoration. Father, I want to thank you because you have been helping us, O oh God. As the Bible says in Philippians chapter 2 and verses 17, yeah, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. For the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice in me. Verses 19, chapter 2, it says, But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you shall send, O God, to my brothers and sisters, a Timothy, one that shall raise them up, O God, in the faith of Christ, one, O God, that shall disciple them in the name of Jesus. While we are in a difficult world, send them, O God, whether through internet, social media, 
people that shall raise them up, O oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. We continue praying, O oh God, even for a lifetime of prayer. This ministry, I pray that you shall empower us, O oh God. You shall grace us. You shall walk with us. Lord, I pray that you shall glorify yourself in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, you have done tremendous things, supernatural things, O oh God. This is your doing, and it's marvelous in our sight. I pray that you shall provide, O oh God, for every of our need. Remember my family. Take care of it, O God, my wife and children. I pray that you should bless us, O God. I must have want to pray for this man of God, even Mr. Christ. I bless his life in the name of Jesus. Bless him, O God, and continue to elevate him. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you very much, my listen, for taking time to be with me. Uh, thank you for uh, participating. May God bless you so much. Shalom, shalom. God is good. And all the time, God is good. And all the time, do you believe it tonight? <laughs> God is good all the time. He put a song of praise in this heart of mine. God is good. He is all the time through the darkest night, his light will shine. God is good, God is good all the time.